Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Mark and Kitchen. Follow Ben on Twitter at YoungBenWEEI. Southern New England Sports Original. 1037 WEEI. Back here on the Martin Kitchen Show, 401-777-1037 is the phone number at Young Ben WEI. Some good baking tips over there, I think. Yeah. Um, my top five teams in the NFL right now. Mm. Chiefs, Eagles, Jaguars, Bills, Dolphins. You know, I don't buy. I'm sorry. I left one team out. Take the Dolphins out. Put the 49ers in. Okay, thank you. Sorry about that. Um, I I don't buy a team like the Ravens right now. Not yet. Um, Because I'd still rather have Josh Allen in a playoff game than Lamar Jackson as of right now. And we'll see where that goes. Um, It it was just, it was a topic that was brought up before. I just, those are the, there's more parity in the league than I thought we were going to see this year. The Chiefs and Eagles still feel like the class um, to this point. But it just feels like Trevor Lawrence is hanging around, even though he started a little slower than I thought. He's still hanging around. I still think Buffalo could find a way to be in the mix late. And obviously the 49ers, if they're all healthy, are a force. I think I'd put the Ravens above the Jaguars. Um, Ravens' defense is really good. Better than I thought. Better than I thought. I I think they might be the number one overall defense in the league. And they have a top 10 offense. It's... And their quarterback's obviously far more dynamic than than Lawrence is, who's you know fairly dynamic himself. I, I would still probably hedge Baltimore over them. Uh, 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs, Eagles, that, that's the top three. That's the top three. Everyone else is a tier below. If you're talking about the Dolphins, I think it's interesting because it sort of came to light this week that they only beat the bad teams. They don't really beat the good teams. Um, yep. I think the Patriots are going to have a chance in this game. I think the Patriots are going to have a chance to play you know, to a point where they could be in position to win the game. And here's one thing that I want to see, Ben. I, I don't want to overcomplicate this. Get Demario Douglas the ball. Get yes. him the ball. Every three downs, throw him a pass. Or a couple times a series, throw him the ball. I don't care that he's a rookie. I don't care that he hasn't had the experience or that he fumbled once upon it. Get him the ball. Because more often than not, good things happen when he has the ball, and I want him 
at least trying to get the ball in his hands and make plays for this offense because when he does, it looks like a little bit of a different unit and maybe things open up for other people that aren't as dynamic. Get him the ball, prioritize him in the plan, and do that starting Sunday. I want him more involved. Uh, he definitely needs to be more involved uh, in the game plan moving forward. Ramondre Stevenson's starting to kind of finally pick it up a little bit. Zeke's been pretty good uh, as of late, so I'd like to see them a little bit more involved. And, you know, Farrell Brown's kind of done a pretty damn good job, and it could just be teams are not expecting him to get the ball when he's in there. But sure. he's made some nice plays. So it, it is starting to look up slightly for you, but it all still hinges on that offensive line, giving Mac enough time. Now, if he doesn't have enough time, that's where, you know, Pop Douglas needs to get open really quickly. And he's the only one kind of with that ability on the team. So, yeah, he's he's kind of has to be your focal point now do, in the, the passing Patri- game. Do they have a chance to win this game in Miami? I, I think they have a chance. I, I don't think they're going to. I think it's ultimately going to look like what you saw earlier this season. You know, I think it's going to be a relatively close game, a one-score game. You know, Miami wins by six or seven, ultimately. But, yeah, I would definitely give the Patriots a chance in this game. I know Ramsey's coming back, but Miami's really banged up in their secondary. And as much as some of the guys on their defense are kind of good, overall their defense isn't that good. So, you know, I think New England has a chance to kind of, again, put up 20 points for the third time this season. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if this game is like 28-21. You know, I just, I even if they win the game, Ben, I just don't see the path back to, you know, they just, they do, were so bad, too bad, too long early in the season to see the path yeah. back to actual playoff contention. You know but what I mean? That's what we Actually, talked to. That's what we talked about before the season started was you got to come you got to get out to a hot start. Be ready to go. Yes. Yes. And they weren't that no. stretch right there is going to kill them. That three-game stretch where they lost bad is going to kill them, if, especially a few of those games. You, you know, one of the games at least you had to win between um, New Orleans and Las Vegas. You got to win one of those two if you wanted to hope, and then you get well, killed. And it's it, it's at a point now, Mark. Whereas if you be if the Patriots beat the Dolphins, yeah, three and five, whatever it is, and you're looking at what's coming up on that schedule, which now I'm trying to look up right now. Uh, Washington, Washington Indy. Indianapolis, bye yep. week, the Giants, the Chargers, the Steelers, then the Chiefs. And after the Chiefs, you have the Broncos. Broncos, Bills, Jets. If you beat the Dolphins on Sunday, yeah. you better make the playoffs. Okay. You but better the make the playoffs. But here's the thing. Or else it was worthless. But but here's the thing, though, Ben. Because let's say they beat the Dolphins. Let's say they yep. have that win. And it's a huge two-game stretch. They sort of right the ship in reset the narrative best let's talk about the best case scenario here they -hmm. beat the Dolphins they win two in a row then they have wins against Washington Indy at the Giants home against the Chargers and at Pittsburgh to get to seven and five yeah okay eight and five you get to eight and five let's say you lose to Kansas City and you lose to Buffalo this is best case scenario best case scenario you're ten and seven is that? I mean, I'm just saying that's no, that's the best case in it. Best, absolute best. That's not that far away 
from where we thought they'd be kind of in the middle. Now, that's a little bit towards, you know, away from the middle a little bit. So give them some credit if they could ever do that or pull that off. But that's kind of where we thought they'd be. You know, it's not it's not that great. <laughs> I mean, even though the turnaround would be extravagant, it's not that a, it's not that great of a record. Um it's still if you if it puts you in the playoffs, great. Okay. I guess you have to give them props at that point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it also helps change the direction a little bit. Again, playoff teams can attract better free agents and you have money to spend this coming up offseason. So if you're going to trade off that draft position, be like, okay, we're going to have to spend an ad guys here. Being a playoff team helps bring those guys in. You're still going to have to pay more because there's going to be other teams that are going to be looking to spend, but it's going to make it a lot easier. If some of these guys look at and be like, Hey, at least they have a chance. They're a playoff team. Look at some of this town here and, well, Bill Belichick, you know, back to being the genius, he managed to pull it off. Hey, I think I mean, it makes I mean, things a lot better for you moving forward, but ultimately it still slows down. You know, I, I don't think you get back into true contention ever really with Mac Jones. They, they certainly could get hot, but I don't know. I mean, 34 to nothing against the Saints not even a month ago. You know what I mean? I mean that, that, that none of those games that we're chalking up as wins are guaranteed wins. None of them. You know, Washington, Indy. You know, any of those teams could come in and, and get the Patriots, and all of a sudden you've lost two of three. So I'm just saying what we have. The difference would be, and this would be the headline if they do ever get back to say five and five or something. In 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 recent years, okay. You can make the argument. It's not like I have the schedule from the last three years in front of me. But in recent years, they really haven't had, despite the record being okay, a stretch of wins that were, you know, outside of a snowstorm, windstorm. Buffalo, where you outgun them, and then Miami at Miami while they're playing arguably one of their best stretches of football. If you find a way to win those two games back-to-back, that's a little different. Okay, doesn't mean you're bound for greatness or things are – all better or anything like that. But that's a little different winning those two games opposed to, hey, you lost a few games early and then you had the, the, the basement of the league come in and you won those games and got back to relevancy. You like last I mean? year winning when those two games would be a bigger deal. Like last year when they were three and four coming off that bad, embarrassing loss to the Bears, they went yep. on a three game win streak. Do you remember that? I don't remember who they beat. Yeah, because it was the Jets, Colts, and the Jets. Ah. Again, you know, there was a mirage stretch in that season that made you start to feel better about a team that really wasn't that good. Right. Or, or even going back a little bit of ways, Kitch, where it was like, oh, this defense is the best defense in the league. And then it's like, well, what quarterbacks have they actually faced? And then once they faced the good quarterbacks, the defense wasn't nearly as good as the defense appeared to be. So I'm just saying, you know, this is a situation where, hey, uh, maybe – Maybe they could turn it around with a win in Miami, especially Kitch, if they're able. I mean, I don't really. This is one of the rare instances where, based on what happened last week, I, I wouldn't judge them too harshly on however they get the win. You know what I mean? However it goes, um, I wouldn't care if it was a defensive battle, if it was an offensive. Like, just however you get the win, that's all I'm looking for. Just get that win and move on. Um, I'll give them credit no matter how it happens. But. 
it would be different beating those two teams in back-to-back weeks um, to kind of set up a big run that they could potentially go on. If they if they do that, then I think we have to reevaluate the the expectations for the season. I think that would be only fair. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it would be fair. But you know, it still feels kind of hollow. It, it it weirdly feels hollow without Christian Gonzalez, because you want to see that rookie that you just invested all of that capital into, who's looked pretty good him being involved and him being kind of one of the reasons why you're getting on this role. So it kind of sucks not having him there. I don't know why I brought that up, but no, it does. I thought about that too. When JC Jackson was talking this week about, we could have the best secondary in the league. And it's like, you're arguably, arguably missing your best piece. And then they win a game like that. And then you start putting it together. And again, way too early for this, but if they were whole and the offense did pick it up a little bit, it's like, how good could they be? Yeah, And I don't know what to, again, I keep going back to it. I don't mean to belabor the point, but what Mac Jones, the reason I've always been a supporter of Mac Jones is because when he looks, when he looks the part, he really looks the part. He looks in command. He throws with incredible accuracy. Um, He like the offense gets into a nice rhythm when it's going well with him. And you want that more consistently. And I don't understand why that didn't show up sooner. And I'm going to get more upset about that if they continue, if this week they continue to play well offensively. It's going to be, why didn't that happen sooner? Why didn't they look a little bit closer to that sooner? Because Jones does look good when it's going well. I know that's an obvious kind of a dummy thing to say. But hey, you know, he, he did everything he needed to do last week. He checked the box of winning a game. He drove them down the field. You know, I love how he went into the huddle. Somebody said this. I forget where I saw this. But he went into the huddle and told everybody, all right, take a deep breath. Now let's go win the game. That's what leadership is. That's what you want your quarterback to do. When I hear those stories and when I see him throw with the accuracy that he threw it with on that third and eight to Hunter Henry with a guy bearing down on him from behind, Mm -hmm. you know, or one of those throws he made to Pop Douglas there late in the game. Like those are the moments where it's like, okay, if you can put that to get string those plays together, you got a quarterback here. You just got to string them together. And you'd think with some of the support at Bill O'Brien, he would have that, but I, it just hasn't been there. So I'll ask, do you expect them? We usually wait till the end of the show and sometimes run out of time, so I want to ask now. Do you expect them to win this game against the Dolphins based on what you saw and what they're up against? No, I don't expect them to win this game. Uh, I expect them to keep this game relatively tight. You know, I don't think Miami's going to just have one of those offensive explosions against them. You know, I think Patriots offense looks like it's heading somewhat in the right direction. So I'll give them a little bit there, but I I ultimately expect them, you know, to lose by one score. So if you're a gambler out there, I think the Patriots will cover. What is this? Do you know what the spread is? I I just looked at it on because I'm on pro football reference. They have it at nine, nine. Really? Yeah. Nine and a half on uh, DraftKings. Yeah, I expect the Patriots to cover. So do I. Yeah, like I said, I think it would be 28-21, 28-20, something like that. Yeah, they'll probably go back and forth. Yeah, kind of like what you saw in the first game. You know, I think that'll be kind of representative of what we're going to see here. Um, Yeah, and the whole whole thing about not winning in Miami, I always thought that was more of a a Tom Brady thing for some reason. Yeah. 
which is weird to say, which, you, th- you know, he usually isn't the problem. But I don't know if that's a Patriots thing per se. Uh, but for what maybe it is for whatever reason they haven't had the success down in Miami. But yeah, I do. Th- I don't think they're going to win the game. I can't based on what I've seen from them. I cannot pick them to win this game based on what I've seen from Tua uh, coming off of a loss. I think they're going to be hungry to prove that they're better than people are giving them credit for. And for the most part, their guys are playing, and it looks like some of the Patriots' injuries aren't trending in the right direction necessarily. So I'm going to pick the Dolphins in the game to win. But, yeah, I do think – I mean, I expect the offense to look competent again. Am I – Am I? you know, is that ridiculous on my part? No, I, I think the offense will look competent again. That's why I think it will be a close enough game. Because if they don't look competent, then Miami will just, you know, just slowly bleed them out. And they'll win by 14, 17 points without much of a problem. So because they're too be good offensively for this defense to truly deal with. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that happens and how that unfolds. But, um, again, it's a long way back. If they win the game, though, that's different than what we've seen in previous years. And that's all I'm going to say. Find a way to win the game and then get to a point where you can change the narrative, change conversation, and just, for honestly, change the the attitude and the atmosphere around the locker. I mean, there's been so much negativity over the course of the last four, five weeks. Ch- you know, that, wasn't that fun to win and to feel like that? for a week at least, you'd think that would motivate them right then and there, especially considering the Dolphins haven't beaten a lot of good teams. You can find a way to expose them a little bit. Um, go down there. It's going to be warm. Get some nice weather and get some, make some plays offensively. There's no reason, but I, you got to – it still bothers me that they didn't have the urgency earlier in the year. I think that yeah. was the big thing they should have been focused on, and I do think it bit them, um, and it's going to continue to – be a factor this season, whether they turn it around uh, offensively or not. All right, let's take an earlier break here so we can get to rapid fire because we've we've been up against it a little bit for rapid fire in recent weeks. This is the Mark and Kitchen Show, 103.7 WEI. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.